the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. And hello, America. It's Friday, and America's favorite anarchist, Michael Malice, go to talk to us about guns and what's happening in the Supreme Court in 60 seconds. But first, let me tell you about Rough Greens. Sometimes being a good dog owner means realizing that your dog isn't getting all the things he or she needs in the food that you feed them. That dry kibble dog food, it's it has almost no nutritional value whatsoever. It is, believe it or not, it may be worse than a McDonald's hamburger. You know how you can set a hamburger up on a shelf and as long as there's no ketchup on it, it will never mold? Yeah, because there's nothing alive in there. Nothing nothing same with kibble food your dog needs uh supplements uh your dog needs vitamins minerals probiotics and that's exactly what rough greens is you could you could feed your dog mcdonald's every day but as long as you put rough greens on top of it your dog's gonna be fine uh the same with kibble food believe it or not uh the folks at rough greens so confident that your dog is going to love it because that's the key will they eat it they're so confident your dog will love it, but they don't want you to take a risk on it. Uh, they will send you the first bag absolutely free. All you do is call Rough Greens, R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash back, or call 833-GLEN-33. Ask for the first bag for free. Just pay for shipping, 833-GLEN-33, uh, or RoughGreens.com slash back. I'm telling you, you, if your dog will eat it, you watch a healthy, healthy difference in your dog in the coming months. It's roughgreens.com slash Beck. Well, I don't really know if it's America's favorite uh, uh, anarchist, because I don't know how many anarchists there are, you know, in the running. But uh, Michael is my favorite anarchist and uh, the host of You're Welcome. A great, great podcast you can find wherever you get your podcasts or michaelmalice.com. Michael, how are you, sir? I am absolutely fantastic. Good morning to you. So the biggest story of the week for you was what? Well, there's a few things, but certainly uh, the attempt on Brett Kavanaugh's life and the fact that this has been swept yeah. on the rug by the corporate press uh, and especially in the context of uh, Senator Schumer's comments about, you know, that there's going to be consequences for their behavior. Uh, it's just amazing. And you and I talk about this constantly, how overnight narratives just switch off and on uh, when it suits the purposes of the mm-hmm. enemy class and when it doesn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sarah Palin very famously, you know, was suing the New York Times because they alluded to the fact that she used language like crosshairs. Uh, as a metaphor to encourage people to to shoot, and obviously Congresswoman Gabby Giffords uh, was shot uh, as a it, it later, not as a consequence. Uh, but here, where there's a kind of a dynamic connection, uh, New York Times as you know puts it on page A20. And remember, here's the thing: I will remind yeah. people, New York Times on page A1 above the fold, which is the best real estate, had an article about some kid from West Virginia watched Ben Shapiro videos. And then became radicalized and then became unradicalized. So that's front and center, Supreme Court justice, life in danger, A20. I've never seen anything like it, Michael. And, you know, I think that's why the January 6 hearings fall so flat, because they are trying to make this um, uh, mountain out of this. And I think if they would have reacted 
logically, because I think everybody was outraged by that. If they would have reacted logically and and and, and consistently um, like they're acting now with January 6th with BLM, I don't want anybody to ser- serve more jail time or less jail time. I want them to serve the jail time they deserve, if any, if they're breaking the law. And there's no credibility on this January 6th thing except for the left because it's their narrative. It's what they want. And I think the other side is saying, look, you have no credibility at all because you are not only dismissing BLM, you've also this week dismissed a threat on Kavanaugh's life. I think they're freaking out going into the midterms because there are very little things to run on. I'm specifically showing my age and remembering very vividly in 2006 when Elizabeth Dole, who had been senator at the time, uh, was head of the Republican Senate committee, and she was arguing for why they should, people should vote Republican in the midterms. And her argument basically was, well, George W. Bush kept us safe. They had nothing else to really run on. And not only were they wiped out you know, in that off-year election, she herself lost her seat. This was their last win. This was the last, oh, my God, the right are terrible. Uh, you know, you can't put, what, what can you put on Republicans or conservatives or moderates of the right wing? Inflation, what's going on in schools, Ukraine. Go down the list of bad news. Now, you might say this isn't Biden's fault and so on and so forth, but you can't blame it on Kevin McCarthy or, or you know, Mitch McConnell, any of these things. So I think they're panicking. Uh, I think um, November is far closer than people realize. And I don't think they know what else to do. We're talking to Michael Malice, um, who is a, an anarchist, but he's not like a black block. You know, I'm going to go take a club in the streets and burn down cities. Um, uh, and it's why we get along. We disagree on things politically, but a lot of things we agree on. But we both disagree with violence. Um, I do have that right. Right, Michael? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You're entitled to whatever opinion. You like, yeah, good, good, good. I just. <laughs> All right. Good, good. Just want to make, want to make sure. Um, and. Um, the thing you know anarchists uh from the left that are violent um and they are they, they are it's strange they call themselves anar- uh, the, uh, anarchists but they are actually more communistic in their in their viewpoints um and i'm afraid michael that those people have nothing to lose they've never been this close and this election period and after the election, if if they can't have it, no one will. Yeah, Am I I'm, misguided? Yes, I would say that so, because I, I would say if you compare the damage that all of Antifa and the black bloc people could do if they had their druthers, if you compare that to what the federal government and state governments have been doing to peaceful citizens for the last two years and are still doing now in other countries around the world, uh, vis-a-vis the lockdowns, quarantines, when you have the federal – Antifa would never right. tell – have the power to tell the Justice Department to investigate parents as domestic terrorists. So I think you know, e- even if they had so, complete machine guns, it would still nowhere come close to the systemic damage that's done uh, by the federal government and agencies like the New York Times, mind you. So I, ag- I agree with you. However, I maybe add this level of nuance. I'm, uh, I, I don't know how exactly to say this, but I think there are anarchists, Marxists, revolutionaries in the government 
And those are the ones I'm more afraid of because they will use people like the black blocks uh, to create and BLM to create problems on the streets. But they will only use it to enhance their power, cause uh, chaos, cause all kinds of emergencies that only the federal government can fix. And so they'll step in with their answer. That's what really frightens me. And there's historically been uh, room for this. Um, But I would point out that it was, I believe, in uh, the summer of 2014 when there were the rioting in Ferguson. And as a consequence of this, the Republicans got bigger congressional majorities than they've had since 1946, I believe. So, yes, it's always the case that um, the federal government is more than happy to have unrest in the streets because that is a great excuse to, you know, go after people's guns and things like this, you know, uh, and have all sorts of um, infringements on liberties because it's something we're taught since we're kids that if bad people are doing things somewhere, therefore it means you personally are going to have to, uh, you know, enjoin restrictions on your freedoms. It's a complete lie, but that is the claim that we're taught from a very young age. So, Michael, one other thought here. Uh, I'm I own a ranch in the mountains and I'm on it right now. And uh, every bit of energy is being created by solar and wind power right now. Uh, We have to be very careful. And it is cost literally hundreds of thousands of dollars to do it. No, no regular person could ever afford anything like this. It's way too expensive. It's not practical. You can't really live the life that you are used to. Um, But it's 100% green and everything else. Um, And I did that. I had a choice of running power lines here, and it would have cost me a lot less, but I chose not to take those power lines. Um, I care about the environment. Uh, I care about independence. Um, And I believe I'm a good steward of this land and the animals on it. Now, there is a split between people who believe in um, green energy, believe in, uh, you know, let's help the planet be let's be good citizens and those who are anti-human and the the push for green with this administration is, I believe, anti-human. They will destroy all of society for their goals. Are people on the left waking up at all on seeing, hey, the, your gas price, which is going to destroy your economy and our economy, uh, is happening because of the Green New Deal and the Build Back Better and the ESG stuff? Well, I, I no, not at all. And I think people on the right are, are oblivious to this as well. I would point out that Margaret Thatcher was the one who introduced Jeez. global warming into the UK. Uh, Barry Goldwater, uh, who's a you know, as, as conservative as someone you can get, uh, was one of the first people in politics to start talking about environmentalism. So this is this is why it's a smart move for the Democrats. And and in Europe, the Green parties are getting ascension as the Social Democrats or Labour parties, respectively, are losing power in different mm. uh, parliaments because this is something where there's broad political consensus. Uh, the people who are seeking power don't care about trans people. They don't care about the environment. They don't care about BLM. They care about whatever tool is at their disposal that they can use as a ladder to increase their power to maintain their power so as long as there is a bipartisan consensus on any given issue that will be leveraged as an excuse uh to increase the state at the expense of the common person i heard a speech um given by um noah 
I can't remember his name. He's the the futurist that the left loves. He's, uh, you know, uh, with the World Economic Forum. He wrote uh, Homo Homo Sapien. Um, And I just heard a speech he gave where he said, I'm going to play it on Monday. He said, and I quote, the real issue here is how we're going to deal with all of these useless humans. And his uh, suggestion was drugs and video games um, because of the future that they are creating right now. Uh, I agree with him that we're going to have problems, but I don't look at people as useless humans. Um, And that's the problem. I mean, you can believe in, you know, really taking care of the earth and you can do it better than I can. uh, And that's fine. But is there a point to where those people in society start to see this as anti-human and dangerous I mean, well, I, is there I a breaking point well i agree with him completely that a lot of people are humans are useless i will quote hl mencken the great uh, journalist of the early 20th century <laughs> where he said the existence of most human beings is of absolutely no significance to history to human progress they live and dies anonymously and as nearly uselessly as so many bullfrogs and houseflies anyone can go to any mall uh you know fast food place and, and the people around them are just especially the cashiers are, are worse than useless but that does not and and but the thing is <laughs> okay wait wait wait, 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 wait let me ask one question but you don't do you, disag- <laughs> do you disagree that brave new world is a lot closer to reality than 1984 yes yes you dis you disagree i actually think they play into each other no yeah, no, no. i think brave new world is exactly reality and i think it eventually turns you have to have a cage uh for some so i think it's a hybrid in the end it'll be a hybrid of the two but but the way corporate media manipulates people isn't through yes. threats of violence it's through pleasure why, Correct. why is matthew mcconaughey at the, at the white house telling people about their guns because people know him as an actor and therefore they're you know emotionally uh a lot uh, you know to Ken to like what he has to say. It's complete deception and manipulation, but that is a function of how things work as opposed to threats, far more than the threats. Right. And by the way, that's that's only half the story. Yesterday, I don't know if you know this. Yesterday, I, I told the real reason why he was at the White House. The guy who spent a million dollars, the Hollywood uh, lawyer that spent a million dollars to bail out Hunter Biden uh, is the guy who represents um matthew mcconaughey and uh so the call came in from the lawyer to hunter to the white house and guess who's there speaking to the press um michael thank you so much any good plans for the weekend in an anarchist world what what are those plans i I finally got uh i finally became an american and bought my first gun this week so uh, it's a lovely masada from israeli weapons industry so i will be going out and practicing uh, my second amendment rights yeah, good for you. I think everybody, everyone should own a gun. And here's the reason. The government is getting more and more dangerous. And, you know, I don't know if any, you read this in Michigan. The police now have run out of gas money in the budget. So you call 911. You have to really prove that they should come. That's wow, incredible. That is, that's, that's absolutely amazing. Yes, you, and I agree with your You are the first responder. Yeah, amen. Yep. Thank you. Michael Malice. Amen. We'll talk to you uh, next week. Michael Malice, host of Your Welcome. Follow him at michaelmalice.com or wherever you get your podcast. Back in just a minute with more. 
Let me tell you about Tunnel to Towers Foundation. Um, I really, truly believe that, and I think I talked to you about this yesterday, that we, we have to be people of merit. If we are going to deserve divine providence and protection, then we have to actually engage in good things. That's why I think it's so important that we stop abortion uh, and we do it in a peaceful way. And we are, we are seen there. Um, helping, rebuilding, especially some of these clinics that are being uh, firebombed. We need to love our neighbor and help our neighbor and, uh, you know, let all the other nonsense be dealt with somebody else. Let us work like Christ would work. We could sit here and bitch about the VA, how the Biden administration has cut the VA budget significantly because they needed more doctors at the border for all of the new, definitely not illegal immigrants. Um, so our, our vets in our VA hospitals are getting less. So people who are not citizens get more. It's insanity. So we could bitch about it and we can remember it at the voting booth. But what do we do for our veterans? Let's do it ourselves. Tunnel to Towers Foundation is a fantastic organization started after 9-11. They take care of America's first responders and our military service members that don't come home. The first thing they do if they've left anybody behind, uh, they get um, uh, their mortgage is taken away. So the stress of that is lifted off of the family. The second thing they do, and it's all because of people like you, um, they build smart homes for severely injured uh, people that have 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 damaged themselves in our service and for those vets who are living on the streets and there's going to be more and more of them operation home base they're giving tunnel to towers is giving tiny homes to homeless veterans it's the right thing to do it is the thing that i think will find favor in the eyes of god i love tunnel to towers T2T is where you will find them. T, the number two, T, tunneltotowers.com. I want you, or .org. I want you to go there now, T2T.org, um, and donate if you can, $11 a month. But donate whatever you can, whatever you can, uh, to Tunnel to Towers, T2T.org. 10 seconds, station ID. just looking at some of the podcast reviews if you miss any of the shows please get it at, uh, on podcast and you can really help us i mean we have everything stacked against us anybody who does conservative stuff if you like the podcast please give it a five-star review and review it so it's not enough just to give it stars if it has a review attached with it um that changes the algorithm and helps new people dis uh, discover it and it's hard for uh a show like ours that has been you know doing podcasts from the beginning uh it's hard to get pushed up uh without algorithms helping so would you please uh go give a five-star review and a uh an actual review let me i'm, I'm gonna read some of the best on on air this one comes from salt girl 66 
Uh, I've been listening to Glenn Beck since 2008. Thank goodness. He has given the truth. I've checked him at first. After all, he says, please check me. My family is better off today because of him. Wow. Uh, even even though he didn't want Trump for president back then, this one I knew better than him. Ha, Glenn, we love, well, we love Stu. Thanks. Do yourself a favor and listen. <laughs> Go ahead and check him. I dare you. Uh, from Nana2014, Sheila, this podcast makes me want to brave and speak what people need to hear. And that is truth. But uh, do it in a way that doesn't turn people off in hopes that we can save our country. I want to be bold and brave and respectful and help those stuck in the darkness to see the light in a godly way. Wow. Nana2014, Sheila, thank you for that review. That is exactly right. Uh, And the final five-star review that I have right now is Colonel Sanders and his sidekick, Cluck Stew, wrap up the news like they're wrapping up tasty chicken sandwiches. (laughs) This one... I love rate and review uh, the podcast. More in a minute. The Glenn Back Program. We are now living in a society where a person can reasonably be expected to turn his neighbor in if that person signs uh, shows signs of being too radical. So, what is too radical? right now see that's changes uh and we've already seen it change 20 years ago radicals were islamic terrorists now terrorists are parents that ask questions in a school board meeting it's these things are the scariest things we've seen in history and they're coming our way we are being um captained uh this ship by a captain that has lost his mind truly lost his mind uh, and we are all going to pay the price for it. And inflation numbers just came out. Uh, it is up a point inflation. If you look at the shadow stats, we're at about 17% inflation right now. It's just eating up your money, eating up your money. Please, will you do me a favor and call Goldline right now? 866-GOLDLINE. 866-GOLDLINE. Call them now. Just don't buy anything. Just get the information on your self-directed IRA or 401k. Make sure you have money left with goldline.com. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. We have... um, We have an interesting story that broke last night, and I want to be real honest with you. Um, I'm doing this interview on the advice of a friend who I think is a a real spiritual, uh, locked-in kind of guy who lives in Michigan. And he says he knows our guest, and he vouches for him. I, I want you to do your own homework. I will do my own homework, but I want to make sure this guy has a fair hearing because something smells really wrong in Michigan. Um, we have Ryan Kelly. He is a Michigan gubernatorial candidate that yesterday was handcuffed and arrested on a January 6th Capitol riot charge. Now, that timing seems really coincidental, and it does seem... It feels as though uh, there are real shenanigans, to put it in the nicest possible terms, uh, in Michigan to destroy the GOP and anybody that stands against Whitmer. 
Um, let's uh, go to Ryan Kelly now. Hello, Ryan. How are you? I'm doing good today, Glenn. Thanks for having me join you here today. Uh, it's a beautiful day in West Michigan. You bet. Um, we see tell me for the- what happened yesterday. So yesterday I was uh, I was arrested by the FBI, and the timing, as you mentioned, is not a coincidence, right? This coincides with the J6 hearings that they had yesterday, along with, if you saw the article with Joe Biden talking about, he will put his political opponents in jail, and then this happened. So it's not a coincidence at all. They're weaponizing the FBI against me. They're continuing this wild goose chase. And Glenn, you know, just like I do, they're not just after me. They're after all of us that love this country, that love our Constitution, that, uh, that want to keep the republic intact here. They're coming for all of us. Okay, so let me ask you some tough questions, because I've seen the videotape, um, and you are, you are standing um, in front of a crowd um, around some scaffolding, and you appear to be directing people into the uh, Capitol. Um, and it is, I'd like to hear your version of this. Um, it also says that you were among the members of the crowd that filed into the Capitol and banged on the door of the legislative chamber, chanting, let us in, lock her up. Can you help me understand those two things? So to clarify, I never entered the building. We'll start there with that. Number two, you know, there's a lot of things that I want to talk about on this. There's a lot of different components of the story that we want to share, but we have to wait till we go through the courts in order to bring the pieces of this story together. So, you know, I can't make too many comments on that right now, other than, you know, I never entered the building. And, you know, there's going to be court hearings coming up soon, and we'll be able to share more information in regard to the full story then. Sure. Well, I, I will tell you, if you've never entered the building, that, I mean, there's half the case. Um, the, the second is um, Ray Epps we have on tape doing far worse. And they say Ray Epps is not even, not even a player, not, of no concern whatsoever. So how could you be of concern? Equal protection under the law, right? There's, you know, constitutional clauses in regard to that. Look, this was an attempt to intimidate me, to intimidate my family, my wife and my six kids, and to intimidate all of my supporters. And I'll tell you what, Glenn, the support base has grown uh, a thousandfold overnight, if not more. And, and we will not be intimidated by this. We are going to continue to move forward to win this primary and win this general election You know, this is the Democrats, again, trying to cover up their own disastrous policies. The American people are struggling with inflation, record high gas prices, record high food prices. We have a baby formula shortage right now. We have rising violent crime. The border's a mess. And this is the kind of stuff that the Democrats are focused on. They're not focused on helping the American people. They're focused on these baseless claims of January 6th. And, and the dishonest media continues to perpetuate all of this nonsense and be on their side. But you know what, Glenn, the American people see right through all of this nonsense and they want somebody that's going to stand up for our republic. And so that support has grown substantially across the entire state. I had a huge group of people from all over the state meet me outside yesterday after I walked out of the courthouse. It was incredible. Um, I, I just, I, can't, I just can't, 
I mean, the timing is just so obvious. And there's something else, and I don't know much about it, um, but you had five uh, different candidates from the GOP that have been disqualified because of forged signatures on the petition. What do you know about that? There was 10 candidates that we had in the race, and those petition signatures disqualified them. It's another... It's another sad day in Michigan because during the 2020 election, our secretary of state, Jocelyn Benson, directed the county clerks to uh, not validate the signatures. Don't worry about looking at the signatures. But when it comes to all these petitions, they want to scrutinize every single signature because it's a GOP uh, primary. And so, you know, again, uh, the dishonest secretary of state, you know, she's politically biased. Uh, fraudulent signatures should be investigated by the attorney general. Dana Nessel is choosing to do nothing again. Go figure. And, you know, it disqualified those five candidates. You know, Glenn, I'm the front runner in this race now. The polls are showing. Ryan Kelly's the front runner. And, and my, my political opponents, they don't like that. So they're coming after me because they have zero grounds to stand on an actual value that they're adding to the American people and the people here of Michigan. So what is the message that we should be hearing um, from the people of Michigan? Um, what is are they they seem to be kind of OK with what Whitmer did, um, you know, at least the left what, what Whitmer did um, during covid. I don't think you guys have passed any laws to make sure that doesn't happen again. Where, where is it just the the energy and the food prices that is really hitting people or what are people actually feeling and responding to? Energy prices are hitting us all. We've set down a nuclear power plant here in the state of Michigan, which now we're looking at having rolling blackouts throughout the summer. And the COO of DTE energy is telling people just to turn their thermostats up and shut their electricity down for their ACs and they won't have the rolling blackouts. So it's not just the gasoline prices, which are now over $5 a gallon, the food prices, which continue to rise. We have energy issues. Whitmer's talking about wanting to shut down Line 5, which moves petroleum and other natural resources around our state. Uh, you know, the, the continued corporate welfare handouts, we just handed out $101 million dollars to Ford in cash plus $35 million in property tax uh, uh, credits in Jeez. order to bring jobs to the state. And they just did $700 million to GM not too long ago. So they're, they're not becoming business friendly. They're just handing out big gobs of money everywhere. And she's hoping that this is going to be enough to buy the election uh, and think that people will forget how she responded throughout 2020. Glenn, we're not going to forget. The people of Michigan have had enough. How... How did she justify shutting down the nuclear power plant? How was that justified? And how is she trying to justify shutting down Line 5? Because that's a very important uh, uh, pipeline. I have no idea where the justification is. She's one of the most unreasonable people that there is. Look, I'm a reasonable guy, Glenn. I understand that families want they, they want to have affordable food. They want to have affordable resources such as gasoline, heat to, uh, um, gas to heat their homes. They want to have 
the ability to to move around the state without threats of business shutdowns. They want to make sure that their electricity is going to be on. They want to have a a place where they're going to have good employment that's free of you know racial bias training and these other components that are, are really plaguing our state and pushing people away. Um, you know, she's such an unreasonable lady all around. Uh, the, the means and extremes with her uh, have, have really shown. And I think that the people of Michigan, you know, just like with everything with the arrest yesterday and the J6 stuff, people are seeing through that. People see through Whitmer as well. We're ready for a change here in Michigan. It's amazing to me that Detroit was one of the main cities that um, escaped slaves. And then later after the Civil War, um, former slaves moved up to uh, because they were safe there. And it was a very homogenized city. There weren't a lot of real problems um, until the right around the time that the Democrats took one of the greatest cities in America, Detroit, and took control about 1950 something, 1960. And now all of a sudden, all these race problems, such poverty, it's, it's a disaster up there, just a disaster. And it's sad to watch. And that's happening nationwide right now. Look at the policies that Biden's enacting. Look at the things that we see happening Uh, around our country, what you're speaking about that happened in Detroit is happening to America. Democrat policies are disastrous in every way you can think of. And, you know, they're they're trying to grasp for straws for political power. Um, You you know, look at, uh, they they champion on uh, their their little left-wing groups going out and threatening the Supreme Court justices, burning down of our cities, uh, the Antifa, the BLM, uh, they're, by their very nature, the, the, the Democrats and the left-wing um, political spectrum uh, is, is, is nothing but, but society falling apart. Uh, look at the transgenderism that they're wanting to push on our children. We want to take healthy children and give them hormone-blocking medications. Uh, normal, reasonable people don't want this, Glenn. We, we don't want these, these radical left-wing extreme ideologies being pushed on our children, destroying their lives, the critical race theory pushed in our schools. Look, I'm just, I'm a dad. I'm a husband. Uh, I got six children. Um, I'm just a regular American. I'm a reasonable guy that wants our country back, which is why I'm running for governor. And, and we're going to make that happen here in Michigan. And just like when Detroit was a leader around the nation before the Democrats took over, we can make Michigan be that leader to bring that idea of our republic, our constitution, freedom, prosperity back to our great country. That's what people want. That's what I bring to the table. Ryan D. Kelly dot com is the web address where you can find out and uh and if you'd like to support ryan d kelly dot com i look forward to the explanations uh and your your day in court i i will tell you i think it's i think it's hysterical that in the in the state of detroit they thought arresting you yesterday and hauling you away in handcuffs would work uh, to discredit. I mean, I think that actually makes politicians' poll numbers go up, usually in places like Detroit. Uh, Ryan, thank you. Thank you so much. God bless you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Um, 
again i don't know uh i don't know the situation he i tried to ask him he hasn't uh he, you know he says for polit for um uh lawyer reasons he can't talk about it um but uh, i look forward to hearing that you'll have to make your own decision and do your own research uh because it's hard to judge who's telling the truth and who's not anymore uh, especially when you can't really trust the fbi Okay, Uh, if you're like pretty much everybody else, you probably like just to always be able to get in your car and start the engine and go about your merry way without ever having to worry about getting car repairs. Car repairs on top of gas? Hey, it's almost like we'll all own nothing and be happy by 2030. (laughs) Anyway, um, your car right now, you cannot uh, afford to have your car go down. You just can't. If there's a chip, what is it going to cost if they can't get that chip? What's it going to cost just in a rental car while yours is in the shop? It's unreasonable. You need to have insurance. And that's what car insurance is coming from Car Shield. When your warranty is out, you need coverage. If something goes wrong with your car, you shouldn't have to shell out thousands of dollars to fix it. That's where car shield comes in and i know because i'm a customer of theirs have been for several years and they have saved me on my old trucks they have saved me literally thousands of dollars and they're still running and they're still sitting here which is what i want i don't want to buy another truck um when your car breaks down count on car shield to help they have rental car plans uh, you know everything every plan that you have uh, includes coast-to-coast roadside assistant, rental car options, trip reimbursement. They are the good guys here that will help you out. Lock in the price of your plan and save 10% right now at carshield.com slash Beck. carshield.com slash Beck or call 800-391-8888. 800-391-8888. It's carshield.com slash Beck. Stay informed. Sign up for the free newsletter today at glenbeck.com. This is the Glenn Beck program. Welcome to Friday. We're really glad that you're here. Uh, That's not something I'll be saying to Stu later on uh, this afternoon and tomorrow. Uh, He is actually coming to my my fine art show at uh, Park City Fine Arts. Uh, And uh, I don't think I'm going to let him into the gallery. So he'll be out front, you know, like a homeless tramp (laughs) talking to people who are waiting to come in. By the way, it's a free event. uh, And if you RSVP, they'll try to get you a time slot. Um, But... uh, but Stu will be there, and you don't even have to go in to throw a rock at him. Maybe I'll... <gasps> did I just incite violence? You did. You did. I, I'm thinking I might just set up an easel outside so. and paint some my, paintings of my own, you know, to see whose is better. I think maybe... Oh, you know, really? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I think people... Yeah. Will... You think maybe that will, that'll work for you, huh? Mm-hmm. I do. Huh. I do. I do. There's obviously... <laughs> this must be I easy bet you... if you're doing it well. we'll see you later uh, tonight Stu and we'll see you over the weekend if you come otherwise we'll see you back here Monday oh a great episode coming up this this evening on Blaze TV don't miss 
the Glenn Beck Friday freebie. 